struggling with your faith? You're not the only one. You're listening to The Drew Marshall Show. Une palette de couleurs, toutes les nuances, toutes les formes, les espaces à remplir. Avec un pinceau en main, c'est moi qui peins mes propres souvenirs. Folks, thanks for tuning in. You are listening to The Drew Marshall Show. We're streaming live at drewmarshall.ca. We're live here in southern Ontario. A little station called Joy 1250. Yeah, it's pretty much the only station that would have me. So good for them. <laughs> great show, I think, that we had today. Just had a great interview with Rain Wilson from The Office. And we replayed my interview with B.B. King. Of course, recognizing his passing. It's a real bummer when we lose greats, but it's a real, I don't know, kind of a cool thing when we discover others. And here's a great, Melanie Brule. Rose de porcelaine, pas la peine de tout lui expliquer. Tourne, tourne, la manivelle. Fais danser la poupée Et dans son tiroir Seulement quelques couleurs Qu'elle a amassées Chaque soir dans son miroir Elle maquille son visage Pour se rapprocher De la vérité Well, folks, it's time for a segment we call Live in the Drew Marshall Show, devoted solely to the art of music. This week's recording artist is this lady, Melanie Brule. Website, MelanieBrule.com. B-R-U-L-E-E.com. Indie Spaghetti Western Surf Folk Cabaret uh, describes one of the issues that she has. She is a very fun human being, and I'm thoroughly going to enjoy this time in studio. Uh, there are many characters in Melanie's performances. The sassy French-Canadian arsonist. I don't know where that comes from. The twangy country star and the family-minded folky are among her musical disguises, and none of these personalities outweighs the others. These are all parts of my experience. They're just intense, heightened versions of what I've been through and how I've felt. There's absolute freedom in being able to explore these facets to their depth. I've only just scratched the surface. Melanie Brule is known for her charismatic live performances, which is a legit statement, a bilingual mix of folk, cabaret, country, and pop, and a quirky and inventive live performer. And her latest offering is an indie French album with plenty of synth and spaghetti western surf guitar. Can we just talk about that for a second, Melanie? Do you mind? I, I would like to know exactly uh, what what that means. What is that? 
Well, I guess spaghetti western. Okay, so I, I mean, I grew up listening to country music. I was force-fed country music, so I actually hated country music growing up. Um, but then I started playing in a country band in Toronto. I met a lot of um, great guitarists that have sort of like this like jazz meets western kind of feel. Mm-hmm. And so they're mixing these two things together, and it's coming out like like a dirty, bluesy, spaghetti, western. You, we posted a video of you on stage at, like, Dundas Square or something, right? Yeah, 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 you did and, post and, that. And that guy playing guitar, as you're looking at the camera, to the left. Yes. Who is loosening the strings during one of the songs. Yeah, it, is that, is that an idea? That's a great show-off move, hey? Um, his name is Champagne James Robertson. <laughs> And uh, I don't know if he gave himself that name or if somebody else gave it to him, but uh-huh. he certainly deserves it. He's an amazing guitar player. He is all over the album. Um, he's now actually living in Nashville. And if you know an artist named Lindy Ortega, he oh. plays with her, too. Okay. So he was like just the perfect choice to have on the album. And so he, yeah, he added a lot of that kind of surfy spaghetti western okay. vibe. But that's an example. That's what we're talking about. Yeah. The way yeah, he yeah. played that song. Yeah, By if the way, I could solo like him, then I would do that right <laughs> now and I'd be making millions of dollars. I'm sorry to set you up like that. My <laughs> apologies. Um, if you want to see that video, I, it's actually one of my favorites for a couple of reasons. One, it, you guys all really worked nice and tightly together on that stage. It was a good presentation. And number two, your hair looked amazing. I was having a good hair day. Yeah. That's Erica Quinn at Quinn West in Toronto, Parkdale. <laughs> <laughs> Got to plug where you can, you know. She's good. Can we not mention hair and plugs in the same oh. sentence, please? Yeah, okay, fair <laughs> enough. <laughs> Being from Cornwall means you're a what? Bilingual talent. Wow, nice one. Yeah. But everyone from Cor- everyone from Cornwall is bilingual? No. A lot of people from Cornwall are bilingual, believe it or not. Bilingual? Yeah. We're, I mean, like, we're... On est à peine 15 minutes de la verge de Québec, alors tout le monde parle français. So something happens to me when you when you speak French like that. You feel awkward. No, I, can't f- speak French I feel like Morticia. <laughs> okay, explain. From the Adams family. Yeah. So Mr. Adams would speak French and Morticia would just go <sighs> <laughs> I love it. Well you should you should go to Cornwall and <laughs> Really? Yeah, meet a lot of <laughs> of French people. people. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Thank Cornwall's you. a great place. I do I do love Cornwall. But what it, what does it mean? Like, because my impression of Cornwall, and forgive me if you're listening from Cornwall, um, if, should I go there? No, I don't probably know. Not. I no, don't but know where you're okay. going to go. But uh, my I know impression, it's weird. my impression of Cornwallians, Cornwallites. But go ahead. <laughs> is that uh, it's so how's it going, eh? That's my impression. Is it a hoser center? Uh, not particularly. No. Okay. I mean, is Orangeville? Really? Oh yeah, yeah. I totally went there. Um, no, I mean like the way I the way I see it is there there are uh, a plethora of different sorts of peoples everywhere, right? Mm-hmm. And like I'm a huge believer that um, after a certain while in your life, when you start like being aware of what you're attracting or what you're putting out, then that's what you attract to. So did I meet a lot of hosers growing up? Yeah, for sure, because I was one too. You were you know? not. Well, yeah. I mean, give like, me your I best can, hoser. Yeah, bud. Like, we're going to go out for a rip there, bud. And actually, I do end up reverting into that accent, you know, just when I'm feeling a bit loose and having a good time hanging with my homies from the C dot. But no, I think 
I think as you go on in life and you you start putting out uh, a, a certain vibration, then you, then you get that back and you meet people who are like that too. So, luckily, I'm not I'm not meeting uh, very many people that aren't super awesome because I'm super awesome. Yeah. <laughs> nice recovery, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Melanie Brule is in the house, and um, Tim the Tool, our engineer, last week made uh, the joke that you have heard your entire life. Something oh. about dessert. Yeah. And I said to oh, him, creme brulee. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I told him, I just, that's not appropriate, Tim. Just don't do that. But I want to tell everyone about Melanie's gig coming up. She will be releasing her latest album uh, that you were just listening to. And the correct pronunciation would it be Debride? Yeah, Debride. Debride. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Which means? Which means unbridled. <laughs> Yeah, unless you spell it wrong, then it kind of looks like Debris Day. Right. Yeah, it's like the Wasn't day that a band? That oh, no, it's Green Day. <laughs> uh, May 26th at the uh, Burdock. Yeah. What will I find when I go to the Burdock? Burdock is cool. It's a um, there's two uh, two two rooms in there. One is a restaurant on one side, mm. and the other one is a music hall. And it's brand new. It's at Bloor, just a block west of Dufferin. Okay. And it's a, a few people who lived in Montreal uh, who kind of wanted to uh, replicate ish the style of Casa del Popolo. If you've ever been oh. to Montreal at Casa del Popolo, there's one side that's a restaurant and the other side is a music hall. Um, and so, yeah, you can go and like have your dinner and, you know, chat and catch up and All whatever right. and then and then go over to the other side and see the show. May 26 at Burdock. The website is burdockto.com. Doors open at 8, gigs at 9. Tickets are 10 bucks in advance, 15 at the door. And if you go, you will hear something like this song Melanie is about to do now, which she's going to set up now. Yeah. Well, this is the uh, this is the first single. This one's called Obtu. Live on the Drew Marshall Show, Melanie Brule. Je t'aime, mon Pourtant tu tu en C'est un amour aigu et c'est grave qu'on est si obtus Je ne veux pas que tu t'en ailles si loin Étoile filante qui s'éteint Je ne veux pas qu'on se donne tant de place Je recrache ça en un an en mai On se condamnait à où et à Je t'aime Parallèlement la terre tourne tu m'aimes Pourtant tu restes pointe sur en scène C'est un amour aigu Et c'est grave qu'on est si obtus C'est de côté et de la même médaille Sur un champ de bataille Frontière imaginaire qui s'efface Ce n'est pas la guerre, ça on en a en I need the interns to clap. You ready? Oh, je t'aime. 
Parallèlement à la terre, tourne tu m'aimes Pourtant tu restes pointu en scène C'est un amour aigu et c'est grave Où je t'aime Parallèlement à la terre, tourne tu m'aimes Pourtant tu restes pointu en scène C'est un amour aigu et c'est grave qu'on est ici Je t'aime Parallèlement la terre, tourne tu m'aimes Pourtant tu restes pointu en scène Melanie Brule, knock it out of the park. That was so stinking good. Merci. Like, no, hold on a second. I knew you were good, right? But that was good. Thanks. I don't know how else to like What's a better compliment other than that's good? No, that's 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 pretty good for a compliment. <laughs> <laughs> so, the, what was the name of that song? That one's called Obtu. Okay. So, like the translation is obtuse. Wait, so, I love you. Meanwhile, the earth rotates. You love me, yet you pointed remains. That's what Google gave Google. me. Google. <laughs> I I knew you were gonna do that too. Yet you pointed remains. Yes. Well, you know what I mean. <laughs> Stop your pointing remains at me. Uh, we love, this is an acute love, and it is serious that it is so obtuse. <laughs> yes. Is that yes. close? It's kind of close, yeah. So, I mean, like, you know, we're talking about how we are all one thing, right? Like, we are all one unit. We're all human beings on this earth, and we're all, we are all the universe experiencing itself in bodies. Um, I'm really obsessed with that idea right now, and there's a lot of that in the album. And so it's just like a play on words. The beauty about the French language is that there's a lot of uh, words that have double meanings. Um, and so, yeah, I'm just using a play on words about angles and how, you know, we're obtuse meaning stupid kind of thing. And it's so silly or stupid that we're pointing out each other's differences when we're really just two sides of the same coin, you know? Yeah, we're getting deep here today. You are, I wasn't going to even go here, but I'm going here. Mel, you are one of the most gracious human beings I know. Um, you No, listen, I, I, have, I have the spiritual gift of judge, judgmentalism. <laughs> <laughs> and you have held up a mirror to me in so many ways that, I, that I now hate you. Oh, I quite enjoy our friendship. For people who don't know, um, I was on the show a year ago with the old fashioned, and then we've run into each other at shows. And like, I just, I, I like, I like getting a text from you being like, you should check out this band, or, or I'll send one to you too. And I, I, I really appreciate your friendship. The old fashioned, um, kind of, kind of, really is astounding that they've had that house. They've been the house band for the opera house. No, is that what it's called? Opera Did I, Bob's. Opera Bob's. Yeah. I don't know what I'm talking about. Quite, quite a difference in capacity. <laughs> yes, it is. Yes, it is. Um, opera Bob's, around the corner from the Dakota. Yeah. A quaint little place. One of the coolest bartenders I've met in a long time there. Oh, Bill. He's so good. I like him. Yeah. But man, you guys have done this uh, Sunday thing from when to when? 
for like three and a half years now or something that the band members have changed yeah. but um yeah it's been a residency that's been ongoing and it it started out so that um kevin neal could learn how to play pedal steel and have somewhere to practice it and now he's a master and has left the band oh, so yeah it just happens. goes to show how long we've been playing that yeah. someone can master that like math problem on legs yeah. And yeah. But the way you and pardon me for sucking up uh publicly like this, but the way you uh master a stage, you are stupid comfortable up there. I mean, you seem more at home there than anywhere else. Oh, uh, you know what? I was Why raised is that? I was raised as an only child for like the first 6 years of my life and then I had, I have a stepbrother and a stepsister who are like 10 and 13 years older than me. So, I remember, you know, I don't know, I, I, it was kind of the Mel show in my head and so and then I forced it onto people right I remember like you know you know, if if you came over to my house when I was about five or six years old and um, and I didn't know who you were I would probably introduce you to all of my teddy bears which were my family perhaps my audience wow. <laughs> at the time yeah and uh, yeah and then it just and then it, and then I and then I started working in restaurants so like serving a table became the Mel show and now, and now, pay, people pay to see the Mel Show. Who would have thought that you and Gianca Meshi would have had the same beginning audience? Oh, you know, your teddy bears. Oh. Really? Yeah. Do you I? have to? Really? Too soon? Uh, on the Drew Marshall Show, Melanie Berlin. <laughs> You're such a jerk. Such a jerk. <laughs> Tell us about this little Gretch that you have in your grasp. Oh, she's not very little, though, is she? No. Um, okay, this is a... Uh, it looks a- like Lucille. Speaking she's, of BB King, yeah, well, she's Lucille's cheaper sister <laughs> <laughs> from the other side of the hood. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, I, this is a black uh, hollow body uh, Gretsch. Uh, it's an electromatic. Um, she's she's just beautiful. I like, you know, I she makes me look good, which is nice. And um, the good folks at Long McQuaid uh, helped me pick her out. It was for years I was thinking about getting a Gretsch. And uh, yeah, well, you know, not to plug too much, but financing. (laughs) Financing at Long McQuaid, man. Like it was there. It was. It was sixty-five bucks a month for a year, and I had and I got to take it home on the first day. I didn't have to wait that year, right? So yeah, and now now I'm into like pedal land. So now I've got like. I mean, I don't want to give it away because I know I'm going to be judged for the fact that I have a flanger pedal, but I have a flanger pedal. That's so 1980s. Yeah, and it's 70s. cool. And then I've got like a <laughs> delay pedal and, and uh, yeah, so it's kind of, I've got a, a blues driver pedal too. So. When do you get out of the looper, huh? Everyone's got a looper yeah, these I days. I have a looper. Oh. I just can't bloody work the thing. Right, yeah. It's kind of, it, bloopers are awkward if, if you're going to mess it up. No, you're going to mess it up, mess up real good. Yeah. 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 Um, okay. Can we do another song? Maybe, yeah. Please. Yeah. Okay. What's this one going to be about, Melanie Brule? Well, um, you know, as much as uh, I, I don't, like, I don't want to get too serious or anything, but I think it's a really important subject that we talk about mental health because there's a lot of, um, there's a lot of my father in this album. Um, my father passed away when I was young. Um, it was suicide, um, and he uh, he was depressed. He was an alcoholic, and uh, didn't have the resources, um, nor did I, to deal with all of that. And through this album is how I'm healing. And I hmm. and I feel like we just we don't talk about these subjects enough. And especially there's like there's more suicides with men. 
than there are with women, believe it or not. And um, a lot of it has to do with the fact that we we uh, we we let our little boys grow up thinking that it's not okay to cry and it's not okay to talk about your feelings. Mm. So, um, so I wrote this song called Peur de Moi, uh, which uh, translate to um, I'm afraid of myself. Beautiful. Again, live in the Drew Marshall Show, my privilege to introduce to you again my friend, Melanie Brulé. On traverse ce soir Je me répète tout bas La caravane S'éloigne, s'éloigne du froid Vingt heures de route pour s'en sortir Le cactus et le cobra Me soignent, me soignent Et je retrouve ma voix Ce chantier de chagrin Cette distance au lendemain Chasseur ou proie J'ai peur de moi Volentement, compte casser le pas pesant. Je commence à perdre confiance. Est-ce que je vais un jour me rendre? Force féroce du vent et face au soleil couchant. Si je meurs, qui sera le témoin? Le témoin? Oh, 
good. Melanie Brule, fantastic. Thank you. That sounds so good. First of all, the indigenous throat breathing. Oh. Or singing. Yeah, well, that's so I'm cool. not indigenous, so I guess that makes it like beatboxing or something. Okay. I don't know. <laughs> okay. No, but okay, so because it was French, did, like, help me understand that. Where did that come? I've never heard anyone do that in a song except the indigenous throat singing people. Well, my producer, uh, whose name is Ben Morier from Montreal, uh, I, the, the project started when I came back from Paris uh, in 2013. The Ontario Arts Council sent me to Paris for two months um, to kind of get my French language skills moving again because I felt like I was losing my French. I was born speaking French right out the womb, and then seven years in Australia, a couple years in Kingston, I was kind of like losing it a little bit. So I went and I wrote some poetry in French, and the idea was to take those poems or take some inspiration from those poems and turn them into songs. And I knew that I wanted this guy, Ben, to produce the album because he works with um, a band called Chic Gamin um, and uh, Geneviève Toupin, who has a really great project called Willows that you would probably totally love. Um, and so I wanted to work with him. And then we started just like floating around with ideas because when we started doing the demos, I knew that I wanted some sort of um, duality between kind of folky instruments because that's kind of the scene that I was coming from. Like, you know, uh, I play acoustic, I play electric, um, but I'm, I'm, I'm kind of used to that folky stuff. But I really wanted to like take a step into a more digital direction. So just for fun, I don't know how it even started, but we ended up doing this and we pitch shifted it. So it, you know, so it changed its sound and we did it in two songs, one of which was about um, the love between um, a musher and his sled dogs. Hmm. This um, this friend that I met from Alaska while I was in Iceland on my way back from Paris. So it kind of like fit with that that kind of like sled dog thing and then we put it in Pile de Moi um, and we also like added some like boots we dropped boots onto a wooden floor and then pitch shifted that too so you can hear that and then we ended up with like um, with some uh, forks and knives and spoons in a metal uh, like cup kind of thing and shook them um, and then pitch shifted that too so they're all like really unique sounds that you know just kind of add texture yeah. to the whole thing and I don't I think it sounds cool. I love it. Sweet. I'm a fan. <laughs> <laughs> nice laugh. <laughs> Awkward. <laughs> um the uh the the thing with your dad, that's got to <clears throat> influence your songwriting. And one way that I would wonder if it would influence is and I ask this question almost every time we have a, a, a singer-songwriter in the studio. Does your creativity tend to come out of darkness, or does it tend to come out of brightness, lightness, happiness? Are no. you like Because I'm creative. When I get in a funk, I get really creative. Yeah. Um, I, I have a fine line. Like, I, I do suffer from depression, so there are, like, moments where I just can't do anything, um, and it's like I, I need to just, like, reset everything and I don't write but I do write when I'm emotionally upset not when I'm numb but when I'm upset yeah I definitely write more but I I want this album like I mean I've written tons of songs about you know the guys that have pissed me off during my life and I wanted to (laughs) easy (laughs) I wanted to get away from that because 
what I was like, my ex partner has a daughter who's turning 14 next month in Australia. And I was there for seven years and like, you know, raised her since she was like two and a half. And I started thinking about like, you know, how she sings a lot in the car and she'll be singing these like Rihanna songs and Beyonce songs. And I'm like, what if, what if kids are listening to my music and they get my song stuck in their head, kids or adults for some reason, for either way. And and then they start like, you know, repeating those things. I'm a huge believer that like the words and the thoughts that you repeat, you are attracting. So, you know, I've got a song called Coward that I haven't released yet, that I haven't recorded yet. Because I don't know if I want Ella Rose to be singing, you are a coward over and over and over again, because then she's just attracting that. So I wanted to, to go in a different direction with this album and less fear-based and um, and in a little bit more freedom and, and manifestation and a little bit more positivity. Not to say that this album is like all rainbows and lollipops, but um, yeah, I just wanted to take a different angle, less bitter and less victim um, and and more about, you know, being in control even though like I'm faking it sometimes, yeah. but, but the more I, I try to manifest that in my music or repeat those words and thoughts, then the more likely I am to be in control of how I feel and what I'm doing. Are you scared of the dark genetic thing your daddy gave you? Yeah, totally. Like I, 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 I feel it. I feel that it's a, it's, it's not me, but it's close. It could be me. I just, I have I have more tools than he did, you know. Right, right. And I'm I'm lucky, I'm blessed to be born in this generation and we have we all have a lot of tools and we all have um access to uh to therapy and to people to talk to about it. So, um in January I decided that I was really going to um see a therapist uh, about all of this. I, I only found out that m my dad passed away of suicide last year, even though he passed away when I was 12. So it was something that was hidden from me, but I think it was for good reason because when I was 12 and he passed away in 94, I don't think the people around me had the tools to help me through it. I don't think they even knew what to do about that. So it was easier for them to not say anything um, and just kind of, you know, feel it out. And if one day it came to the surface, then it would. But I'm, you know, I'm very observant. And my whole life I was like, oh, there's something missing, man. There is a link that's missing. I know there is. I know there's something that someone's not telling me. You mean about I, your dad? Yeah. Right. Well, just in general, oh, about that okay. whole situation, right. you know. Like, there's another weird story about how I, I didn't see my dad for like eight years. Um so basically, like, my parents get divorced, I see him on weekends until I'm three, and then he just, like, disappears. I don't see him for, like, eight years, always having the memory of who he was mm. and what he looked like. And then when I was 11, uh, my mother found him again, and I picked up the phone in the kitchen, and she was on, my, on the phone with my dad in the basement. And, like, this is the Mel show, right? I'm like, hey, who are you talking to? And she was talking to my father, and so... I made this connection with him again and I went to visit him and you know he was up and down with his alcoholism and I'm looking back like I'm pretty sure he was bipolar because of the way he was acting like 
he was a wonderful human being. He loved being around me. He was always happy around me. Um, you know, but maybe he was in a manic phase. I didn't know him well enough to make a judgment one way or the other. Um, but then a year after that, we got this phone call that he had passed away. And I was I was upset with God for a long time because I was raised Catholic. And that's kind of when I started to go off the, you know, I'm not sure if this is really what I believe in at all. And, and, and I have different beliefs now and it, it shifts and changes. And I think religion for me needs to do that. I'm, I'm not one thing in particular, but many different facets and very spiritual, but I was really upset. And I, I felt so alone. Like, you know, how dare you take him away from me when I had just gotten him back. And then 20 years to the day I find out that nobody took him away he took his own life and that was just like it was it was like reliving the whole thing again it was being 12 years old again um it was like i had to go back and heal that child i knew that's what had to happen and uh, the thing was with the, with the album coming out at that time, like my dad used to train horses when I was young and there's a, a photo, the sketch uh, on the cover of the album is a horse's head on my body with wings behind um, and lots of geometric shapes. Everything ha is rooted in the lyrics in the album. Um, but I, I, I had one more song to write and we had done all the tracking late November last year, 2014. And, um, and I had one more song to write and I felt like I had let my band down and my producer down. Cause I was like, there's one more song, right? I haven't done it on time. You know, like all these people are working really hard on my behalf and I couldn't even come up with another song. Like I couldn't come up with the last song. But then after we did the tracking, I found this information out and then I realized what the last song had to be about. And so I wrote Ville sur Toile, which means oil on canvas. And my father did a little bit of painting. Um, and he did give me an image of a little girl in a window with a flame in her hand. Um, and you're kind of on the outside looking in. And so that imagery of that little girl with the flame with our namesake, right? Because Brûlé is his name. So it all kind of came together. And... It's just like it was it was perfect. And I needed to write that song about healing that little girl and like, you know, like holding her hand and helping her through again, you know, and letting letting her come through that window and opening the door and just like being really open and transparent about it and and not be afraid of it anymore. And that's what Debride is. That's like, that's the bridle that's come out of my mouth and everybody else is around me, you know? Like, that's, that's where I am right now. I'm in this moment of freedom. I'm not, I'm not like gallivanting around the paddock yet, but I am free right now. Yeah, there you go. There's a rant, hey? <laughs> There's a lot. There's a lot pent up in here that I needed to come am out. Apparently, I'm loving this. All right. 
Loving this. By the way, I mean, first of all, I have no idea what to segue into next except a song. So let's get set for a song, please. Well, you, Can we? Okay, sure. What? 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 Well, uh, no, I mean, like, this is this is totally like the two sides of me where I'm like, let's get emotional and talk about that stuff. And then, and then let's do something it's funny. Totally yeah, exactly. Yeah. No, well, that's why we're buddies. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so the artwork in this is just brilliant. Isn't I showed Stephanie, uh, Stephanie the intern, as she's known on the show, uh, the inside. And that's just a killer shot of you. It's so good. Well, I'm going to plug again and say that Faye Blais is the one. Oh, is that who, who did it? She, Faye did the graphic design for it, and she just knocked it out the yeah. park. Like, so good. Yeah. And Jen Squires is the photographer, and she does a lot of uh, photography for people in Toronto. So. Um, uh, Melanie will be releasing her latest album, which is the one we've been drooling over here, and Debre Day. That's on May 26th at uh, burdockto.com. Go to that website, burdockto.com. Doors open at 8 gig at 9. Tickets are 10 in advance, 15 at the door. And Melanie Brule. Uh, we're going to give her one of her CDs away, believe it or not, because that's the kind of people we are here on the show. So go to our website, drewmarshall.ca. Send us an email with your address. And the first person who says nice, complimentary things about Melanie Brule will get uh, the CD. <laughs> <laughs> drewmarshall.ca. Free CDs, folks. That's right. Keychains as well. What are we doing? Uh, you know what? I'm gonna do one that's not on the album, but um, I'm gonna I'm gonna do a mashup of a Britney Spears song and an Edith Piaf song. Is that okay? Do it again on the Drew Marshall Show. Melanie Brule. Baby, can't you see? Guy like you, It's dangerous, but I'm falling. No, it's no mistake. No, no, I can't wait. I need a hit, so baby, give me it. It's dangerous, but I'm loving it. Do you, don't you know that you're toxic? 
Okay, well, we've got to make a decision because we have um, two and a half minutes left. Mm. So, do we want to just um, wrap it up with uh, going out from uh, with a track on your CD? Sure. Would that be a good idea? Let's do that. I think we should do that. Okay. Um, folks, I want to thank Melanie for coming in because you have no idea the effort that she took to get here. <laughs> it was like an episode of Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. It was an adventure. It was fun. What? It was fun. Thanks for having me. But it was like, it was, thank you. Yeah. Is what I'm trying. We're kind of mutually thanking each other for life. Um, next week on our show, Donovan Woods will be performing, and uh, he has uh, a lot of talent. He was nominated for Juno last year. And uh, he's been on our show a couple times before. We have a lot of fun with Donovan in the studio. And then tell us about the uh, your friend who's coming on two weeks from now. Oh, James Burroughs. Mm-hmm. He's great. He's releasing an album at Burdock as well, actually. Not the um, same night, I hope. Not the same night. But, though, we should collaborate one day because yes. I, I quite I quite love the guy. And he's, he's a good human being. You're going to love him. Okay. I'll love him. Again, uh, Melanie Brule releasing her latest album. Why can't I just remember stuff? Say it with the English Anglophone accent if you want. Debris day. <laughs> or not. Or you could say debris day. Debris day. There you go. That was great. May 26 at uh, Burdock in Toronto. Burdock TO. Doors open at 8. Gigs uh, starts at 9. Gigs? I think it's just one singular gig. What else do you have to do on a Tuesday night, right? Seriously. Come. Is the next track set up, Harry the Intern? I love interns. Just for <laughs> the fact that I can call them the interns. It's intern. interesting yes, that it they is. all have the same last name, I though. Know. Are they from the same family? No. Well, sort of, yeah. The family of uh, Drew Marshall abuse. What a fun show. Melanie, thank you very much. And uh, I want to thank uh, Rain Wilson for joining us today as well. What a pleasure to have him. And also Michael Korn explaining some more of his spiritual journey. If you missed any of today's show, go to our website, drewmarshall.ca, by the end of the week, and we'll have everything up for your listening pleasure. Or you can subscribe to us on iTunes. Another track from Melanie's album. Thanks for tuning in, folks. And don't forget, if you don't sin, Jesus died for nothing. Bye-bye.
s'arrête. 